0: You're listening to the Embrace What Matters podcast, bridging the things of eternity with everyday experience. Here's your host, John Mahalik. Welcome back. Today we will be reflecting on the first section of my upcoming book with a spiritual meditation followed in a few weeks by another guest interview related to today's meditation. If you haven't heard the first meditation and interview from the previous episodes, I encourage you to do so. Today's meditation focuses on the chance that we have to enjoy eternity in the here and now by simply stepping outside the door to experience God in nature. I hope it's a blessing. Where is it best to worship? There's nothing like a good church hymn The elevated words, the embrace of familiar rhyme and meter. Some worship best with soaring vocals and upraised hands. Many prefer the sacred focus of liturgy or stained glass or incense. But are these the only ways we're meant to worship? We worship most what we most often see, whether it's our smartphones or TV shows or the deadlines we face at work or that next most urgent thing. These feel real to us. And so we bow down and pay our homage. We get pleasure from the things we love and anxiety from the things we fear. But at best, they're a shadow and copy of heavenly things. Their sustenance is temporary. It's fabricated. These things aren't worthy of our worship. They're simply distractions from worshiping the Creator of all that is good and true. Eugene Peterson once said that we are in no danger of being inadequately informed. But there is a danger that through familiarity and fatigue we will not pay attention to the splendors that surround us. How many filters are there between us and God? We may not feel them, but they're there, thick and sinewed like a tough bit of meat, impossible to slice in two. Engaging God face to face, coming to God without the filters of our own making is what our soul needs to truly live. Is church the only place to worship? Nature and creation shouldn't be the objects of our worship, but they can be a door to better see and know God, to feel Him in our bones, to love Him and know that we're truly connected. Saint Augustine says that we should ask the earth and the sea, the plains and the mountains, the sky and the clouds, the stars and the sun, the fish and the animals. And all of them will say, we are beautiful because God made us. This beauty is their testimony to God. Yet, what is it that sees the beauty? What is it that can be enraptured by the loveliness of God's creation? It is the soul which appreciates beauty. Indeed, God made men's souls so that they could appreciate the beauty of his handiwork. Is church the only place to worship? Consider the holy incense that rises from a spring flower, or how water slips from a cloud and baptizes the earth with a cleansing purity. Consider how the wind whispers its still, small voice and then bellows with a sovereign roar. Or how creatures dance on land, under sea, in the air, with a rhythmic and wild order of praise, worshipping their Creator by living as they were made to be. Consider God's cathedral peaks and inspired oceans, His sacred rocks and rivers, and sinuous terrain, the stained glass of color spanning from the highest skies to the deepest caverns. This eternal life, we think must only be made for death, is here for the living. This eternal creator we imagine must be far above us, breathes his life and love upon all living things below. In nature, we can clearly see God. In nature, we are clearly seen. The veil is removed, but we're not blinded by His glory. In nature, we breathe in the Holy of Holies, and we can't help but bow down as a creature of this Almighty Creator. The psalmist beckons to the created world saying, Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars! Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens! Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created, and He established them forever and ever. He gave a decree, and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps, fire and hail snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his work, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above the earth and heaven. I hope those words were encouraging to you, both an encouragement of the gift that we have in God's creation, but also an encouragement to get out there and see it for yourself. It's so easy to let our daily routine take over, and so we must make time for things like the outdoors. Take regular morning walks. Take hikes with friends. Go camping. Use this time to pray and reflect. Use it to be still and to know that He is God. Use it to remember God's love for you and the beauty of the world He's made. I hope you'll join us next time for our guest interview on this topic with Father Anthony Perkins. As an Eastern Orthodox priest, Father Anthony has a wonderful story and a wonderful perspective on how to experience God's presence in nature, in the practice of worship, And in all things, you and I might consider natural, but have the potential for holiness. See you next time. This podcast is a production of Embrace What Matters Ministries. We encourage you to subscribe, rate and review, share, and please send us a comment or an email. To learn more about John, his devotional book, and other writings, please visit EmbraceWhatMatters.com.